0: Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Janelle McLaughlin. You can read it on her blog at innovativeeducationsolutions.net slash blog. You can also connect with Janelle on Twitter at ms underscore mac4 or on Instagram at Janelle underscore MCL. Now, here is Janelle's blog post. Does coaching increase the health of an organization?
1: Does coaching increase the health of an organization? I always value the professional connections I make through my work. I get to talk with some very interesting people with such wide experiences that I almost always finish those conversations learning something. I recently spoke with Nick Wall, superintendent in residence with Equal Opportunity Schools. He has led in many capacities in various organizations over the years. And he asked me to explain my work. Being a consultant, I get to wear many hats – speaker, writer, strategist, advisor, trainer – but my favorite role is that of coach. I was telling him about the job-embedded coaching I do with teachers, principals, instructional coaches and district administrators. I told him how I get to work one-on-one with these leaders multiple times over the course of a year. I explained how this type of professional learning is naturally personalized as each individual sets their own goals and action steps for achieving the outcomes they desire. I have seen the greatest impact on change through coaching than any other professional development available. He said, I like that term, job embedded coaching. I was doing that when I was a principal but didn't have an actual name for it. It was that regular practice that enabled him to build an organization that shared values and a mission, creating a positive culture. I've seen the same results in the districts I partner with over and over again. Many times at the end of the coaching cycle, the people I've worked with tell me that it's the best professional development they've ever experienced. I believe it's because of the relationship we've formed, the personalized nature of the objective, and the fact that strategies and tools can be immediately applied in their direct work environment. They get a fresh set of eyes and another way of thinking to provide usual feedback directly relating to them. Teachers learn to become more student-driven. Principals learn how to drive change initiatives in a positive and sustainable manner. Instructional coaches learn how to better structure their time and support their teachers. District administrators learn how to build a culture that is stable, beneficial, and successful for all stakeholders. That doesn't happen after attending a 50-minute session at the annual conference they attend. Or from that book that was a required book study for the staff. Or from that engaging keynote they recently heard. All of these are great methods for growing, but that real learning and change comes from dedicated, ongoing professional development that can only be provided through job-embedded coaching. In the book, The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change Why You Lead Forever, Michael Bungay-Stanier shares about something Daniel Goleman suggested in an article in Harvard Business Review. Goleman wrote that there were six essential leadership styles, with coaching being one that had an obviously positive impact. At the same time, it was the least used leadership style. Why? Goleman wrote, Many leaders told us they don't have time in this high-pressure economy for the slow and tedious work of teaching people and helping them grow. That is usually the case in any industry. Leaders don't have the strategies or the time to be effective coaches to other people on their teams. That shouldn't stop coaching from taking place, however. Schools often have instructional coaches on the payroll. Many times these educators come straight from the classroom and are actually never taught how to coach. Teaching children and coaching peers are very different beasts. These coaches need learning and support in order to help those teachers they are working with. While teachers may have instructional coaches to go to, who is coaching the administrators? Leaders at every level need continuous growth opportunities. With no time to be out of the office, job-embedded coaching becomes a valuable and viable solution bringing the learning to them. As administrators have the benefit of being coached themselves, they learn how to employ coaching strategies with their employees, being able to continue the momentum I've established when also coaching other members of their staff. The leaders refine their practice and become stronger champions for their organizations, making job-embedded coaching worth the investment on every level as it helps build a healthier culture.
0: just heard does coaching increase the health of an organization a blog post written and read by janelle mclaughlin you'll find this article at her blog located at innovativeeducationsolutions.net slash blog Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this on a mobile app you should find a direct link in the show notes you can also connect with janelle on twitter at ms underscore mac4 or on instagram at janelle if you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast.